here. Yeah, we're here. Finally. We're, finally we're, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Uli Kukui. <laughs> you know, what we're freaking out is uh, uh, we're recording our first um, episode today, and yes. all of a sudden, we're like picking up a radio station or something, because we have this highly um, sophisticated <laughs> recording system that we have here. You should see the setup here, people. You should it's see the setup. We might, tech. we should, like, we should create a, like, a... a on Instagram and and and, and, po and post this this this. Uh, I was gonna cuss. Why do I? Why do I feel guilty uh, cussing? Like my mom's listening. Right, exactly. Because she's not gonna listen. I, I, I see it, and I'm totally fucking opposite. Like I just don't care. I'm in this rehearsal right now, with, and I have a ten year old in the cast of a bunch of adults, and I, I'm just and you're swearing like crazy, like nothing, and oh. like I have no idea. And I just get those side looks from everyone. Oh, that's like, bananas. I I think I I was in a show with you one time, and uh, I think that was the issue too. We kept using a colorful language. But the difference there is the kid's dad was in the room all the time, and he, like, was laughing with us. Oh, yeah. He's almost egging it out. This is very true. This is very true. <laughs> so, um, my name is Ernesto Ortiz. This, across from me, is Mr. R Ricky Ariza. Ooh! And, uh, so we're going to be your hosts until we decide not to do the show anymore. Yeah, but, um, uh, yeah, boring. yeah. So, <laughs> I guess, um, uh, what should we talk about? Well... Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about you. So let's, uh... What's going on with me? Yeah, tell our folks. I'm a little tired right now. I'm a little tired and, and we're trying to record this in like an hour because, uh... Because uh, you have a comedy show. I have a comedy show. Yeah, and I have to go see Black Panther. Oh. <laughs> I have to work and you're going to go see Black Panther. Yes. Oh, but that's, a, that's okay. Ooh, my Black Panther <laughs> is waiting. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a movie, too. <laughs> hey, now. Um... Yeah, I have so, a show. I have a comedy show. So yeah, you said tired. You have a comedy show. Yeah. Why? Why? Tell, tell us all why. why I am all hunched over here. Like, <laughs> I'll adjust it in a second. Um, uh, yeah, I have a comedy show. I'm a comic, a stand-up comic. I uh, have been for, oh, God, I don't know, like six years around mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah, and I'm doing a show in Chandler um, uh, at the Improv Mania. So if you're, a, if you're familiar with Phoenix, Arizona, it's way on the east side. Mm -hmm. um, um, but I'm excited because I've never done that show and um, I didn't even know there was an improv theater there So oh, they have yeah, an improv show and then they're, they're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do stand-up after nice. and from what I can see it's three comics that are pretty strong um, So um, it should be a good show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in February has been a crazy month because it's been show after show after show after show which uh, um, In the comedy world that uh, Phoenix is a pretty big comedy scene So sometimes it's feast or famine. So I'm in right. the I'm in the feast moment right now. So yeah, so that's great. Yeah. That's good. How about you? I am exhausted because I work uh, full time for ASU doing community engaged arts practice around the, the the state. Oh. But also I'm I'm a director and a theater artist uh, as well. And right now I'm in the middle of my first week of rehearsal for In the Heights. Yeah. Musical. So it's fantastic. It's a whirlwind. The cast is amazing. Oh. The, my my. My uh, creative staff is amazing. Uh, shout out to Mario and Chelsea, uh, the music director and the choreographer. Uh, it's just, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's going to be beautiful. We're going to be at Desert Foothills Theater, and that we open March 30th. Ooh. We're until April 15th. Beautiful. So if you hear this yeah. <laughs> before yeah. that date, come check it yeah, out. Yeah, buy a ticket, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. great stuff. Oh, you know what I love from that show? That one song. Pirawa. Pirawa. Oh, and we have this guy. We have this <laughs> guy who is playing Pirawa. Like, oh man, he is bo born for the part. Like, yeah, he's an opera singer. Really? But he's you know Latinx, so he sounds like the like his voice is like the biggest mariachi voice you'll Ooh. ever hear. So it's perfect for the. Part. Oh, who is that? His name is Perry Chacon. He's a he's a um oh, he an ASU uh, student uh, studying opera in the music theater. Department. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, ASU is uh, Arizona State. Yeah, Arizona we're, we're State in University. Arizona. Yeah. Oh, sorry. About that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. No, I was gonna I, say University has pretty good theater program, pretty crazy theater program, yeah. and their their uh, their regular theater program is like pretty like experimental and kind of yeah. like out there. That's how the dance program there is too. Yeah, the dance program as well, and then the 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 music program is is pretty like straightforward musical theater. I think training and opera oh, training nice. and musical direction. Yeah. I think my ballet teacher uh, um, went to ASU, and he's an opera singer. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of. Yeah, music. ballet and opera. I know. Wow. Can you? I know. Yeah, he's a trained opera singer, Scott. I forget his last name. Um, but he has a master's in dance. But he also because I always associate, I guess, opera singers with being big guys. Because that thing with his Perry's like it's just a big teddy bear. He's a really big dude, and it's just ballet dancers. Like no, he's a he's a typical ballet little wow. little tiny guy. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, and yeah. he's been doing it for. He, I I, I feel like he's older than he uh, he looks because. 
if you look at his resume, it's a it's a big, fat, long resume from cruise ships to everything that you can think of, and uh, and he's also been a. Uh, and the opera now he teaches. Anyways, oh, anyways. <laughs> so this is a show about opera and ballet. It is a show about opera, <laughs> opera and ballet. So, but 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 let's get to that. So like, why why are we why why this show? Oh. And then we're like, so we're asking these questions of ourselves. Why why um, this show? I mean, so Uikukui, uh I think it's an opportunity to. I mean, this is something that we always talked about. We always. Uh, Essentially, what we did, guys, is we is we essentially turned our bar conversations into a podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Like, like we'd have those conversations. You're right. We'd have them all the time. Yeah, and yeah. The, but just with drinks in hand at a very loud, loaded, bar, screaming in each other's ears. Yeah, um, wouldn't but, like, talk for six weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, so so one thing that I do too is I'm an artistic director of a of a Latinx theater company called Teatro Bravo out here, and Ernie does a lot of work. With it. actually, that's how I first met you. you yeah. I directed you in a piece, um, and we've done. We've I've directed you a couple times uh, with the uh, the company. But uh, I mean, I think each each of us in our own worlds want to you know find new new ways to elevate the Latinx voice and just yeah. kind of like yeah. I don't know, give, give a different perspective. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, the, what, what I always feel or. Um, I always feel, well, I'm a late bloomer in life, period. I always do yeah, things same, later. Same, same, uh, same. And uh, um, I feel like when this whole, like even that word Latinx, yeah. um, when it came out and this, I guess, what would you call a movement um, of, of Latinx artists, uh, now you hear a lot about it. Um, I feel like I came in thinking, I used to be a dancer, a ballet dancer. I used to, you know... Um, Am I one of these guys? It just felt like I came in late. Um, so uh, what do you mean by that coming in late? Oh, I like I didn't. Uh, it seemed like everyone had already been talking about it, and I had to find out about, about just like the, being, the word Latinx, Latinx, and, 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 and yeah, and, and and even like uh, this whole uh, this whole what do you, what is it a surge or an influx of Latinx artists or Latino artists? Right. Uh, all of a sudden, maybe I wasn't noticing. I'm sure it's a progression, uh-huh. but. Um, um, it has to be. Uh, all of a sudden, I felt like I turned around. There's all these artists around me. Right. And I said, oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> Why am I not part of this movement? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. I think, I mean, I mean, to be perfectly honest, like, you know, I graduated with my master's last year, specifically in theater for youth and communities. And I kind of, you know, that's kind of what I, what, what professionally what I work in. Specifically, I work in theater, but I work in doing, creating theater for, for young audiences and, and families and stuff. So I kind of had this trajectory of like, oh, I'm going to do commercial theater. And, and that's, you know, I can get, maybe make a decent living and do some teaching artistry. But ever since that disgusting, horrible person got into office, Oh, um, yeah. My, we, my, I, don't, I didn't even want to mention My thing. kind yeah. of, my focus shifted and it definitely started to like, as you're saying, I think bloom and blossom and kind of yeah. see like, oh crap, like, you know, taking these movements of like Latinx much more seriously and really understanding that, that, you know, taking pride in culture deep or not, not that I never did, but I think like, it's a, it's like kind of like a live or die situation. And, yeah. and, and now it's just every opportunity trying to use like, the opportunities and the privilege actually that I have to just continue to raise the voice and raise the voices of those who aren't being heard. Yeah. And yeah, and definitely there is a lot of, we have been given a lot of privilege. I mean, my parents gosh, went around the country working in the fields um, so that I could take tap classes. And uh, you know, uh, so, I mean, I feel like uh, even now, I mean that I'm getting older, I'm 41 years old now. Um, um, in my twenties, I didn't feel this way, but it, it, when I now uh, when I think about it, I'm like, you know, that that I had a lot of opportunities, yeah. and I should, uh, I have opportunities to express myself and be, be, uh, be a voice for people right. um, in many ways, not necessarily, um, not necessarily as an activist, if mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. Well, yeah. yeah, it is a form of activism, but not not the way. Uh, not the way I, in my head, if you say activism, um, I always think of people marching, that kind of thing. Not, not necessarily sure. in that way, sure. um, but through art, um, giving messages through art, mm-hmm. different ways, um, allowing kids um, who are the ones that are obviously that are going to be the future, uh, um, allow, teaching them and allowing them to express themselves mm-hmm. in, through through the skills that I have. Uh, um, yeah, I think... Uh, I think uh, that has become a very important thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, and and so then that that's like one layer, 
And then the other layer on that is also just acknowledging the complexity of our culture. Yeah. Like, not all of us speak Spanish. No. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, not all of us look a particular way. Not all of us, you know... I don't know. I mean, there, you know, anything, I think, you know, I mean, I think with any race, um, with any sect of people, there's, um, there's a generalization, there's a generalizing. Yes. Yeah. And I think. Even internally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's you're supposed to, you're supposed to do this. Yeah. Why don't you speak Spanish? Yeah. Right. What kind of, what kind of Latino are you? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, I mean, being a queer Latino. Oh boy. Both of us, you know, it's. That, <laughs> oh, you outed us. That's, a, that, that's, a, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you yeah, just sorry, sorry. You <laughs> just outed And us. silence. Everyone just like. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother complex layer that, that makes this journey very interesting, right? Yeah. 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 You're right. Uh, yeah. And, and I think that's kind of what I, I, uh, I was kind of, uh, hinting on in, in, in saying that I felt like I came in late. I also felt like initially that wasn't the group I was a part of. Uh, because um, like Latinx, Latinx artists, Just Latinx artists, artists. Okay. Uh, because I mean, everyone that was a part of that group had like a whole certain look, um, and uh, <laughs> you know, you, what's the look? I don't know. I mean, um, I don't think any of them necessarily, like, because I did. I I can tell you who I was. I was right. the guy who really looked at labels, and I wanted to have you know the designer shoes and designer sure. everything, and sure. loved fashion and lived for drag queens and mm -hmm. that whole gay culture and then, <laughs> and then uh like you go into the artist world um not not that they don't uh they just did not look like me right yeah, yeah. i just yeah, didn't yeah. feel like i fit yeah, in sure. but now i know that i i could still be that person and still mm -hmm. like those things and uh and still fit in because um yeah, it takes it takes a, a, a that diverse group of people to to make that that community really strong yeah. and recognizing those people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing that I because I, I I chose to do like you know to do an art have an artist life a large artist career. Yeah, um, as my mom jokes, an actor's life. So she'll sing that fucking Pinocchio song <laughs> all the time. But, um, but. <laughs> that's funny no it's true it's it's she will like, I think it, was, it was the her ringtone for me for a long oh, time like, nice. you gotta be kidding me. but <laughs> that's um, cute. so i chose to do you know the artist life very 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 early on in my life like i, I think it was in like senior year in high school and college i was like this is what i'm gonna do yeah, yeah. so what but walking through artist spaces being the only Lat latinx artist was always weird right like being in these really white heavy um circles and being one of the only ones and then being asked to be the voice right being asked to be the oh, representation that's, that's a huge weight to, to carry just the craziness and unfair it is very unfair but but uh yeah it is uh and i don't know if people re realize they don't realize they're doing that they can't i don't know do they realize they're doing that i don't think so and i think that's and i think the movement work that's happening now what we're calling movement work is this ability for us as people of color to say Hey, that's not okay. <laughs> and then to let, you know, sometimes white folks, some folks have that white fragility, let them fall apart for a second, but just be like, look, this is not okay. Yeah. And then, and then we learn from it and we move on. Right? Gosh, it happens so often too. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, no, Pete, they can't realize it. And I even, I, I mean, because, I mean, I've worked in a nonprofit world um, for 20 some years now. Um, and, uh, and, oh, believe me, I heard it up until uh, the other day it's mm -hmm. like uh, a question will be asked and literally they'll look at me <laughs> right right right, <laughs> I, don't, right. Like, I, don't I wasn't even in the conversation <laughs> right, right, yeah so right. uh it's so odd yeah you're you're the the face of that whole community yeah but then, but then but then what's weird as i was, I was having a, a talk with my sister about stuff like this and it happens within our culture like when you walk into a space and you'll have someone just come up and start speaking to me in spanish yeah which is a fair assumption, uh -huh. but it's an assumption, right? Yeah. And that's also another complex layer. Yeah. It's so, it's so complex. I used to get mad at my dad. My dad would do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's old school. He's, yeah, he's old school. And uh, yeah, he'd go up and t he talks to people that he thinks are, that are brown and Spanish. Right. Um, but yeah, one time this one guy, uh, like, talked to, like, responded to him and told him, I'm not Mexican. Right. Yeah, and it was some guy from the Middle East, right? Right. Which was hilarious to me. 
And he's like, well, but my dad was like, well, what else could he be? He didn't understand that he was like Latino. It was funny. I was like, oh, he's from the, yeah, he's from the Middle East. He was hot, too. (laughs) And and he was hot. (laughs) So that was really amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, great. Messed up my day. I call him Pop. Shout out to Pop. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Okay, so, yeah, we wanted to have, did we say that we wanted to have a, a space? Yeah, another we, voice. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, another voice. But, but the thing that I think is what, what I think made this so interesting in our bar conversations uh, was this obsession with this, the image and like the not even an image because I don't even have an image in my head, but this idea of the kukui. <laughs> you have said it. It gave me chills. Of the kukui and this the kukui, how the kukui like resonates in you know. Latinx culture and how we've all grew, you know, grew up with it. Like I think, I think even when we have those like complicated layers and divides, mm-hmm. when you say things like La Llorona, oh. everyone kind of like they get it. Uh-huh. You know, Cucuy, oh. Oh. like it's all, <laughs> you know. And now La Chupacabra, oh. Oh. and then, oh, you know, gosh. most recently El Trompe. Oh. Oh. You know, so it's <laughs> ah, so that's terrifying. So and I, you know what you guys don't see is we're doing this by candlelight because there's a. The, the fluorescent light above gives a hum, and uh, and now it's kind of creepy. And he said all those things. We co- we called all those things out. <laughs> I'm leaving here soon. <laughs> then, then my nana died in the other room. Like she's gonna slap you right now I'm when you're sorry, in her sleep. Nana. Quit, quit bringing those people out. <laughs> now I gotta clean up the mess. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. but but this idea of kukui and what that and what what the kukui symbolizes, I think in I don't know in like a. a mythical sense yeah kind of like a folklore sense but then who are the kukuis now and what is oh our contemporary kukuis in our life right now (laughs) the the contemporary contemporary kukui there's one main one oh there's a whole flock of them (laughs) oh right now i just keep hearing stories and stories about like what the hell i didn't understand any of that though i didn't understand any of that it's like i feel like people are wasting time over things why do you even care about like even like uh legislation against lgbt rights and things of that Mm -hmm. nature i'm like why do you even care i feel like people uh, think about people in the bedroom way too much right they won't admit it right but i'm like well quit thinking about me in there and just move on that's you know i was thinking about that the other day i'm like all this crap that we're going through is about stuff that is really no one's business and you know what you know that also another thing you said no one's business but that also bothers me when there's like like politicians have affairs or the president cheats on his wife or whatever. Right. What the hell do I care? That's True. none right. of my business. Right. And what I don't know, I was t- telling my mom, I was like, what if Bill and Hillary knew all about it? What if, well, if Hillary knew all about Monica? And, right. and you know, I, I hear stories all the time of people that are not necessarily together romantically, but mm-hmm. they got married really young. They just decided to stay together. They yeah. have a family. They're best friends. Yeah. They don't even sleep in the same room. That's their thing. And that's, that's their thing. That's, and that's she them. might have known. Right. <laughs> and then she, now she's like, fuck, now I got to say something. And she we, might uh, have her statement. She yeah. might have her own statement. I'm sure she does. <laughs> yeah. And she probably... Oprah she, has Gail and Stedman. Like, <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It was, it's just no one's business. Oh, it's no one's It just business. drives me nuts. I'm like, well, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I don't care. Right. I really don't care. I really didn't even want to think about it because, ooh, that's a kukui right there. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, and it, I, I think uh, uh, kukui is, um, it, it, those types of things make me laugh because I know I was raised very Catholic um, and uh, very religious. Mm-hmm. And our parents, at least my parents, would say, no, 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 you can't do these certain things because, uh, you know, that's the work of the devil. Right. But, oh, don't let Walter Mercado go on, get on TV and uh, everyone, <laughs> ha- everyone has to shut up. Right, because... right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> And yeah, even yeah. with the kukui, there's no reason for us to believe that. Yeah. The kukui or any of those, uh, those creatures, because right. uh, none of that was written in the Bible. <laughs> and uh, um, How do you think that came to be? Oh, I don't know. There I has know. to be some pagan thing. Sure. Yeah. Well, everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, was, I mean, even the church. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Oh. Ooh, right. did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I mentioned that one time. My mom gave me like the eye, like, 
no like, this oh, is yeah. the church of the lord i'm yeah, like okay i'll a, stop i'll stop yeah that's a whole nother episode we can get lost in this <laughs> yeah. whole idea of like catholicism everything you borrow is from paganism Ooh. statues you so you're telling me that every time you go to church on sunday you're cannibals you're eating the body and blood of okay. christ i mean like there's so and it many, really is like it's like, like symbolic so it's all pagan no 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 it's the actual body it is the car. actual <laughs> see and that's you know see, you can't get it out of me yeah you can't, see, you, can't oh, get yeah. It out. you know what's so crazy like like I know, because I don't consider myself Catholic anymore. I say I was raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. I do like the I do I do like the churches. You know, I know what I like. I like the iconography. Is that how you say? Oh, yeah, I like yeah, the definitely. the beautiful statues. I like yeah. all of that. I like the art. I like yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, um, um, but now nah, the religion. Uh, you know, even the ceremony is kind of cool to me. But I mean, when you dig deep down, I'm mm -hmm. like, ooh, that's not me. Mm -hmm. um, um, oh, there was a point to this. There was a point to this. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna mention something. Oh, my mind went like. Now I started thinking of statues. I got. To, oh, the whole point was, um, I'm so Catholic still, mm -hmm. in my head that uh, even though I don't consider myself Catholic, but you can't shake it because when those things like in the mail come from St. Jude or whatever, and they give the little stickers right. of the saint, I can't throw them away. Yeah, no, I agree. I, <laughs> I was agree. like, no, I can't. I can't so, do it. Yeah, it's that whole thing of like, uh, I don't know. And I mean, but cuckooey. Yeah, I mean to be perfectly honest, folks. We're, let me put it down sharply. Listen, listen. <laughs> I think I just solved it. No, no, but I think we, we're still kind of figuring out this journey, right? We're figuring out what exactly it is that we're trying to tackle with this idea of Kukui. And I think that makes the most sense rather than saying like, it's a bean, it's a thing, it's a person. I think it's just an idea, right? And I think it's that whole, and I think the idea is exactly what you, you just said about this, you know, like not being able to throw away. Yeah. Is that guilt, whatever that is, is that... <laughs> like embedded fear whatever that is There's bad luck this is just something that i think <laughs> this this show is hoping i mean and you're on this journey with us if you choose to be um is to figure out what 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 it is and yeah. and, and i think that's going to help craft how oh the show my kind of, gosh kind of unravels because we don't know no, <laughs> we don't i mean we don't know a lot of things i feel like we're starting a movement let's hope so that'd be hashtag cool. 2018 <laughs> Hashtag oui. Oui, oui. <laughs> yeah, and then there's different ways, right? Oui. Oh yeah. Oui. Different ways to say it. Oui. Oui. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> say it like a llama. <laughs> just, just scream. <laughs> hey, one time Ricky, uh, uh, Ricky, Ricky was directing us in a play, and uh, it was a device piece. So a device piece is like when you, you have an idea and you all make it up, make it up together, right? Is, is that what or pull it together how, how, what, how am i trying to explain this yeah you make it up together right you write yeah. it together yes yes yeah. device work there's no script so like uh we, you'll be in a space with a bunch of actors and you're like hey this is let's uh let's explore what <laughs> world war ii would look like for this like this is just an example like you just give like an improv topic and people just kind of go and improv and play and figure it out so, so i had a character that was a ringmaster and Ricky's like, I want you to kind of explore this character. And and let me back up. I, I don't have training as an actor. So uh... I mean, let me. Well, okay, so there's that. But let me back up. Like, also, <laughs> my tactics as a director is very not what you would get at, like, I don't know. It's just very weird. At the stuff. academy, uh, yeah. I think which I mean, then a lot of stuff is I have people explore animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to and find I, characters. And for some reason, I had this obsession with llamas at that time. And he's like, <laughs> okay, then I want you to move around in this, as this character as a llama. <laughs> so I had to run around the room as a llama, screaming. <laughs> but but like that was not like. That was not the first choice I would have thought of, like, like <laughs> as, as, like, the reaction for the llama. But it was just, like, so he's walking around in this really, like, graceful prance oh, around the room. Oh, because I said I was part Walter Mercado, <laughs> part llama. Was this character. <laughs> so he's, he's exploring, and everyone's exploring in this room. The whole cast is exploring these animals. And he's, like, has this wonderful prance, and he's just kind of looking and prancing, and then stops and turns, and then it's... <laughs> which... Everyone just died. Like, everyone just fell out of the improv. It was just, like, we had to just... I want, I want to remount that piece, but as the animals. Because <laughs> I think that would be amazing. <laughs> it's like Muppet Babies. <laughs> Remember the Muppet Babies? I do, I do. That was a good one. Yeah. All you saw was that, that the nannies. Oh, yeah, all you saw was their feet. feet. Oh, my God. We the need... cankles. They can't stop it. We need to stop because they're going to end up doing Muppet Babies the musical. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll ruin it.
Well, I remember freaking out because I grew up watching the cartoon version of it, but then when, I don't, which Muppets film was it? I think it was like when they take, I think it was Muppets Take Manhattan or something, when they do the live action Muppet baby no. scene. That, that was, was so weird oh, to me. Oh, they did do that. It's like a musical number they do and it's like a flashback. And it's like, oh my God, this is Muppet That's Babies. That's right, but, they do that. But with actual puppets. And it was so cool. Oh. I'm freaking out about that. Oh, I have to watch it again because yeah. I really like that one. That was a good one. Muppets Take Manhattan. No, what was that one? There was another one. The Great Muppet Caper. Oh, I don't know about that. And then they have Muppet Treasure Island. Muppet Christmas Carol was really good. Uh, Anything with Gonzo and Rizzo kind of leading the way. Gonzo kind of freaks me out. I love it. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. Yeah, you know what reminds me of Gonzo? I don't like Go Go Boys. I don't like Go Go Boys. I could, yeah. I had this like, Go Go Boys freak me out. Like, I mean, they're beautiful and they're hot and everything, but it's they like, remind me of Gonzo. Gonzo down. <laughs> yeah, it's Gonzo. Yeah, it's like, yes, yes. Yeah, Gonzo. Gonzo. Okay, another like, drink. Gotta why go. Why does it look like that? <laughs> None of that is real. I have a story about that when I was in, yeah. <laughs> another day. dance school, but another day. <laughs> another day, another podcast. Another day, another podcast. Yeah. So, well, I think I think let's uh, kukui stories. Yeah, kukui stories. You know, we we said if we're gonna do uh, ui kukui, then we have to talk about things that are scary. Okay, so it, ha- it could either be a story, it could be whatever, anything that scares you in your life. It could be a politician. There's a lot of scary stories out there right now. Um, or anything, mm-hmm. anything, and. I said, I'm going to share my stories because I feel like, well, I believe in ghosts 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100. And I see 101. Um, and I see them all the time. Really? I, what do you mean all the time? Like, I could, like, literally, like, I, well, it could be... Like, that, Haley Joel Austin? <laughs> like, I see dead people. You know what's so funny? My friend, um, Marky, went to my best friend, Marky, right? We grew up in in the barrio on the west side, right? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix, in this neighborhood called Maryville. Holla. Oh, Mary motherfucking Bell. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, the cholas, the cholas, yeah, stupid, but, um, so, you know, like, like a lot of us, we just don't leave our neighborhood. So the only thing we're exposed to is our neighborhood. And, and like one, if a white guy's there, it's amazing. And, <laughs> and he had a Chicano accent like everyone else. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, He's like the craziest. Yeah. 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 Yes, this is true. Oh my God. There was anyone. This, this guy, what the hell was his name? Rob, I think his name was. And yeah, I run into him later at a gay bar. And he's, oh, he, he was queenie. I was like, oh, girl. He's like, I knew you were gay in high school. I was like, oh, my God. What happened? Anyways, he went from white guy to black girl. <laughs> that happens. That's like, oh, my, oh, my gosh. Anyways, so my friend Mark, he's like, uh, oh, I, he went to this one bar, Roscoe's, like a sports bar, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, That's closed now. Yeah, it's closed now. Close but uh, um, he went there. And we used to only hang around this place. This was like, like maybe like 15 years ago. And uh, um, we used to only hang around this place called Harley's and mm-hmm. Paco Paco and Sarape. Oh, and all of those places are primarily Latino places. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, Marky meets me early at Roscoe's and then I'm like, well, I'm coming, I'm coming, right? Wait, we, are, we were texting. So it was when texting was around. Anyways. Um, well, texting is still around. I know. I mean, <laughs> when it first started. Cause, uh, he sends me a text message saying, Hurry. I was like, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. And I'm notoriously running late all the time. And then he's like, hurry up. I see white people. <laughs> As I know, it's a long story, but the payoff was good. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, I do. I do see them all the time. All the time. Like, okay, it could be like I don't get enough sleep, but I maybe I feel like those things make you more sensitive. Do you find that that's something that's running your family? Yes, definitely. My dad. My dad definitely sees them. Uh, My mom, you know, my mom doesn't like to talk about it. She doesn't like to admit it, but I know she does. I know she does. See, we don't talk about seeing ghosts in my family, but my mom talks about us having the third eye where we sense each other. Like, you know, that whole idea, like... Like, she'll call me and be like, is everything okay? Something Uh something feels wrong. Yeah, well, I feel like... And it's on point all the time. My mom, like, she knows. Yeah. Like, she knows. She's like, uh... And I know she's, you know, they change their tone of voice. You know, yeah. Like, oh, here we go. Um, but I know she's going to, she asked me, so is everything okay? Like random. We're laughing right. everything. She, and she's like, she stops. She has great timing. She stops and, uh, uh, and she's like, so is everything okay? Right. She knows right away. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think parents definitely have that. Moms have that. Right. Or my dad all, you know, my dad has it too. Cause, but my dad's a sensitive one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what do you call it? Sensitive. 
what do you call that? Spiritual aid? Spiritual insight. I don't know what, what do you call that when you the... can see ghosts and all that stuff. Anyways, he's yeah. the sensitive one. He's no, the one no. that uh yeah, but uh yeah, he'll he'll call at the right moments. Like, hey. Wow. Yeah, all the time. All the time. No, but um yeah, you know what it is, like uh and other people might see this. I like will see stuff at the out of the corner of my eye, like see a person. Literally at the corner of my eye, I turn and they're not there. I uh, think that's maybe the closest that I can say I feel if I could say I've seen a ghost has been like I feel like that something just passed by the corner of my eye, but I didn't. Or maybe and, it's just me. It's just and, me. It's and just you me. know what? Um I um uh when I felt it the most and this is a this is very personal. So uh, uh but uh I'll say. Um so in the past I had a, a pretty bad substance problem. Mm -hmm. Like pretty bad. And there was times when I did not sleep for <laughs> long periods of time. And oh gosh, Ricky, this is cuckoo right here. This is a story. Uh, I just remember sitting in my parents' house in Maryville because uh, when it was the strongest was when I was like uh, like 17 until like I was about 25 around there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, I was I remember sitting up. I don't know how many days it had been since I slept, but I was sitting up, just kind of chilling out, right? And I I used to love. Oh, I, I still love to read, but I was reading. Um, and I was reading a book and then I looked up and you know, like in, um, you know, like in the Dracula movie, the, like the very first one where they had that guy with the big ears and, and with the sharp teeth, the very, very first one. Is uh, this, is this I don't Stoker's most one? No, 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 the, the one way like the, before, or like you're like, talking old that, school, like old school. or no, 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 you're talking, you're talking, uh, you know, no, no there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, literally I looked straight because the door was open mm -hmm. i looked straight at this person right that was just walking by like walking by like nothing like chilling out and then he looked he turned around looked at me and it was the, like that guy's face but he was hunched over he was like a short guy he totally looked pointy ears and everything and he looked right at me and then he turned and walked just walked by like nothing huh. i was like oh my god there's a ghost in here and then i started to see um and this could be because i didn't have any sleep but um right but yeah because uh, that's the thing i'm like is that a ghost or is this like drug induced but, tracers vision but like you know what things? i think you know what my thought is like yeah maybe but i feel like um when we when we're healthy when we get enough sleep and we're you know our minds in the right way all of those things just block it but when you're not healthy when you're not sleeping it's like uh the like like the door opens and uh and now all those all those things are right. are present to you huh that i mean that's no my, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, uh yeah. that's my thought because that yeah and, and they also come out like um uh, uh, i'm sure a therapist is gonna have a uh uh an expl explanation, explanation for, yeah, but, sure. but uh but okay whatever but you know like times of anxiety times of stress mm -hmm. those types of things uh mm -hmm. yeah i see them but now it's so frequent in my life that um um i just i see them wow I acknowledge them. I ignore them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they don't scare me. But you just see. There's, there's, is there communication? No, no, no communication. No, I've never talked to anyone. Uh, I've talked to them. There's they, never been a conversation. Response, right? Yeah. Oh God, let me tell you another story. Now that we're here, uh, <laughs> another cuckoo story. I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I want to listen because I don't think I have like. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I have a Gukui story, right? Like, I mean, unless I do, maybe. I think I block out a lot of scary stuff, so if I did, well, I probably block it, it out. It can get scary. It, it gets scary. I, yeah. I do have a story later that I'll go after you with the vision of the Virgin Mary, but I think it's... Oh my God, so, are you yeah, one yeah. of them Fatima kids? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. In um, my very religious days, but no, I'll tell you later. You, you go continue. Um, uh, well, there's a couple stories, but one, like a, mo a more recent story, mm -hmm. is... Um, I, li I used to live in this house, and, and uh, my old house, um, it was built in 1942, I think. So it was an old, old place, right? This was still in the Maryville area? No, no, this is like even more west, like oh. uh, like in Avondale, Goodyear, like oh, right. like halfway to LA. Um, okay, right. and, uh, um, and it's an old house, very old house, and uh, uh, I lived there by myself, and my friend Chris comes up to me random, like when we're out at a bar, mm -hmm. random, and he's like, Hey Ernesto, uh, your cat doesn't like to go into your bedroom, right? Mm. And ran. Chris has never been in my house, and right. he's a clairvoyant, FYI. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's well, I, 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 I forgot to mention that. Clairvoyant, Chris. Clair, clairvoyant Chris, yeah. Um, and uh, and he's like, she doesn't like to, right? And I was like, no. Oh my God, how do you know this? Wow, how do you know this? And he's like, yeah, you know what? Don't worry about it. 
Because she did. I kept calling her one day. I was like, come on, Maya. Come on. Come on. And she sat by the door. And she's meowing and meowing. And she's like, nope, I'm not having it. So I ended up having like to lay a little blanket outside of my door. And she slept outside of the door. Right? Outside of the bedroom door. Um, but then he tells me, don't worry about it. Because then that's always a bad thing. Don't. Okay, don't worry. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Freak out, don't freak but... out. But I'm going to tell you. <laughs> no, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. It's, he said, there's, there's three people in your house. One's, one's a guy, and the guy's a little aggressive, but uh, he means no harm, and she just she's not comfortable around him. I'm like, oh my god, I live by myself. <laughs> Why did you tell twice. me that? <laughs> yes. For months, I slept with uh, the lights on. Three. So, who, okay, so the guy, who are the two others? There's two ladies. I, I, yeah, I didn't ask many details, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Like and you know, it's so funny. It's my ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend would tell me all the time, it's so creepy. It, your bedroom's so creepy. Sometimes I feel like someone's here, and I was like, "Ooh, there are." I didn't tell him that, but because you know he would never come over. But uh, yeah, do you do any, like history and like look up history? In the house no, I didn't want to. Anything? No, because no. I knew, I knew, I like oh. I was so close. Because you know we can look it up easily. But uh, yeah, I didn't. And you know they're supposed to disclose before they sell it to you. But oh, 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 oh it's oh, a it's ghost. There's a ghost. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. And you and you know in that house um. In that house, I would also feel, um, oh, God, I'm just remember. The other thing that I would feel is um, when I would be asleep, mm-hmm. I would feel, I would feel it. I would, like, I want to, like, it was almost like I'd wake up in the middle of the night, but it was, like, halfway awake, halfway asleep. Yeah. And uh, uh, I would feel it, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. And I, I can recognize it easily. Yeah. Here it comes, here it comes. Because this has happened since I was a kid, but there it would happen a lot. Um, and I'm like, oh. And then I would be like, Maya, get get off of my uh, get off of my bed because she's not allowed to be on the bed, but uh-huh. she doesn't pay attention. But uh, <laughs> uh, I like get off the bed, and I would feel like my like he- not not like a person, but like a heavy thing like on my feet, and like would get close to like my back. Cause uh-huh. What she likes to do is crawl next to your back and like sleep there. Right. It's warm, um, but I would feel it heavy, and then I'd sit up. And I'm like, stop, and there's nothing there. No, <laughs> no, yeah. No. I would feel several times that happened. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> several times. Nope. Yeah. Several, oh, several times. God. Yeah. 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 That's terrifying. Now, see, <laughs> I've never experienced anything like that. Like, I've definitely experienced the, uh, did I just see that kind of moment? Or something just kind of out of the corner of your eye. Today, that- today actually, I did, I did think I heard someone call my voice. Mm. I thought. But I walked into, because so right now. Was it here? So, I, yeah, it was here. So, oh, boy. Well, okay. So so right now we're broadcasting from my mom's house, actually. My mom's from, out of town. And from the glamorous... Uh, from the glamorous... Kitchen. Uh, a rise of family. The kitchen. rise of family compound. Um, and yeah, so they're out of town. I'm watching the dogs for her. But my grandmother died in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, where are we? When in February now? Oh, so, my. so two months ago, right? Before Oh, just Christmas. recently. Yeah, very recently. And That's when Coco came out. Yeah. Yeah, actually right around Coco. And it's, <laughs> yeah. that was a very big movie for my family at the time. But... But there was, I, I was feeding the dogs and it, yeah, I got home from rehearsal and I was feeding the dogs and I swore I heard Rick. Oh. I swore. But I got a little nervous for a second and I walked in there and I was gonna, I walked in the living room and I was gonna say, like, just acknowledge it. But then I heard Werito, the old family dog, hacking from food because I just fed him. <laughs> so I'm telling myself that I heard him hack. And then listening to that, Ricky, Ricky, I think the hack kind of maybe could have been my name. Oh boy! But at least I'm telling myself that. <laughs> uh, but it's it's little little odd things like that, you know, what the, the things that that my dad when we were a kid would always say, like, oh, that's just a house settling. Oh, oh yeah, that's just yeah, a house yeah. Settling. Um, that's maybe the most as far as like ghosts. But like I was just saying earlier about a vision of of the Virgin Mary. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I grew up very. Very Catholic as well. If you're um, seeing visions, that's uber Catholic. Well, okay, no. So I grew up very Catholic. I was an altar boy, and oh. actually, I was gonna be. I was. I was. I was actually gonna be a priest. Oh, me too. I, I was very much on that. Like, I totally wanted to be a priest. Doing that, and I was like, because su- you know, so being super depressed and super queer in high school, and not knowing what you're gonna do, I I, I said priest. I turned to religion. No, but I turned to religion just to like because I was so alone and ostracized in high school. Yeah, that like. I, to feel any kind of belonging is like church groups and teen groups. And oh, stuff and you like went that, to right? a Catholic school too. Yeah. So, yeah. so I kind of just gravitated towards the church. And um, anyways, m- my mom's still practicing Catholic. We're all, we, there's been some, you know, there's a belief in, in 
Christ and, and Catholicism, but uh-huh. there's a big push against the institution of it, which is a whole other thing. But um, Against rem- the business. I remember specifically when we was in high school, my mom said, hey, there is... There are people who think they're seeing the image of the Virgin Mary in Eloy at a church in Eloy. And Eloy is about 45 minutes yeah. out of Phoenix heading, yeah. towards, heading Tucson. towards Tucson. Yeah. So we we go on a rainy day. It's, oh dri- it's drizzly. But we go. It's drizzly. It's my mom, my sisters, my nana, me. Uh, I think that was all who went. And we drive all the way out to and Maybe my papa was he alive. Yeah, maybe. But anyways, we, we drive all the way to Eloy and out there in a hoodie and 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 you just there's just this group of people you know mostly like you know viejitas out there with their umbrellas and their rosaries and they're singing and but anyways like we go up there and they say you know look up in the bell tower the bell tower is where you see the image so i i go out there and there are people walking like all around this bell tower just trying to see and everyone's like no no no, you got to stand right in this area and i remember looking up and my mom's like look right there in between these two pillars. oh my gosh where, where the and i can like i'm like seeing it right now it goes look look between those two pillars to see the bell what do you see something and i remember just standing there looking and i just see this shadow that that i swear it was something cradling and rocking <gasps> something oh my gosh and it and i mean so i don't know if it's like this is my mind telling myself i need to, i need to see the virgin mary right now so i'm gonna see any shadow oh that God. looks like a woman's figure but i was like that is something rocking side to side rock like like as if it's a mother rock or a, a mother or an adult rocking a baby and i'm like what like that's and i i saw it i, I would have thrown up i saw something <laughs> i would have panicked and thrown up and yeah that's like the most like mystical kind of thing wow. that I say is I felt that but there was also like these really weird mythical thing mis- mythical not mythical mystical, mystical. things <laughs> that happened within that time frame because I, I was so invested in like church and religion at the time like I went to the masses watching the priest speak in tongues and me feeling that kind of oh, energy yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know feeling the energy of fainting and stuff so I mean, there's a lot of play in that, whether it's psychological or it's just that want, that anxiety, you know, mixed with all these emotions and just wanting to feel something and feeling it or just seeing something. But there's an energy, there's a flow in there that I can't deny that you can't deny. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's funny when you see those videos or like... Benny, what's his name? Benny Hinn. Or is his name? Oh, it's a Benny Hinn, the one who hits him with his yeah, coat. Yeah. <laughs> smacks him with his blazer all the time. <laughs> but I honestly think uh, a lot of those people believe that's happening. Yeah. Because you know, they feel it. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they, I've always heard that, like... And if they're followers, you it's, know. It's that internal, like, energy. Like, if you feel it, it's going to happen. Like, I've always heard that, like, if you took a lie detector test and you believe that you're telling the truth, yeah. it'll you could mess with it. Yeah. Even though you're completely lying. But if you believe it... <laughs> enough you can throw that off yeah Ooh. so it's <laughs> so like, you saw the virgin <laughs> i i saw something oh god that's i think i would freak out like really uh, yeah why i don't know like here's the thing with the church with me like when i see the pictures and like even like the pictures of jesus and and all of that stuff uh in the pictures it's fine and it's right. peaceful and it's nice and safe for me. Even Jesus on the crucifix, which is like, if you think about it, a horrifying thing. It's terrifying. It's um, but you know, um, it is peaceful. And but if I saw one of those things move, <laughs> I would. It's scary to me. Yeah. yeah. And like, I didn't feel scared. I remember feeling like validated. Like, ha, okay. Oh, oh all right. Uh huh. There it is. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Can we go now? I wonder. <laughs> Wow, I wonder if the people like that see the virgin on the tortilla and uh, right. if they feel validated like that. Right. And then people make fun of them. That's true. Remember here in, in South Phoenix, was it South Phoenix or downtown where they had the Virgin Mary that, oh, that in the in the bush? No, that, that was here. That was the Reese family. The Reese family, they live, uh, they live right up on Central and Rozier in yeah. that area. They have a whole like prayer center really i believe it's still going like they yeah they have a they have they have oh i have to drive they're, by there they're 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 a, they're a family out here in south phoenix oh they're, oh they're like a yeah okay family. They're like a family all right, all right. Yeah. but no yeah that happened out here 
So yeah, I remember. I, I, I've been to the space when, like, I remember when I was a kid. I remember seeing it on the news. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Um, Did they cut it? Or I don't know what Something the happened. Like, there. I remember that. And people were like, no, you can't. And, <gasps> I don't know if it's still a shrine there. I mean, they still have, I know what Because they wanted there. to move it. Because it was oh, getting, did they see that? Well, no, I mean, like, the play. I think rem- I remember, like, the, the, like, the area where it was at, it was getting harmed. So they, like, cut oh, it to yeah. move it. Yeah. So that it wouldn't get harmed. But uh, I think that was a story. Well, unless I I'm mixing stuff up. But. I honestly hadn't followed it in a long time. I, I know that corner's still, like, activated with, like, I think they might have started their own little church. Oh, wow. I know they have, like, some charter schools out here, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, whoa. Like, NFL Yet and all that. So, oh, like, my gosh. Family. Wow. A family. <laughs> Scientology has some charter schools here, too. <laughs> FYI. Um, it's not Phoenix? <laughs> well, in Phoenix. Okay. The Church of Scientology does. Right. I know this because my friend uh, Alex, uh, uh, he was doing a like a long-term something. Uh-huh. And yeah, th- there was like uh, lessons from L. Ron Hubbard that they were teaching the kids. Right. I was like, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, that's another thing. I have an obsession with Scientology. Yes, he does. He's still trying to get me to go take the course oh. to do that. And every time I, you tell me, I always think of like, I'm going to flip out like Tiffany Haddish. Have you ever listened to Tiffany Haddish's story about, because she was a Scientologist. She was? Because she was like homeless for a while and, and they like took her in. Oh, wow. And she had a, she tells this great story. You should listen to it. Anyone should listen to it. But it's this story how, because she grew up in foster care mm-hmm. and how they always made her sleep in bunk beds. And that when she went to the Scientology church that they were going to make her sleep in bunk beds and she flips. <laughs> her shit and she's like the only person that they like allowed to leave like or apparently <laughs> they're just like, out of here get out because she just so funny she flipped her, she flipped her. it's the fun it's a funny funny story she it's just so out. interesting to me and it, like i can totally see the hook uh you can because it's beautiful everything like right. but it, it is a little eerie and creepy what well, i feel like I think my sister went. I think you could probably ask my sister. Because my sister used to live in L.A., my youngest sister. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, but I want to go in there. I, I, you know, we were in Hollywood, like, oh, it was last year around this time. Yeah. And um, uh, and I, we were going down the boulevard doing touristy stuff. And uh, I was like, Ricky, come on. Are you, let's go do this. Like, and no, he's like, no. No. And I, was, I, was... <laughs> I was probably a little stoned at that time, too. Because I'm just, like, smoking out, having a good time. And then she's like, hey, let's go to this tour. I'm like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Of all things to do right now. And our friend Marvin. Marvin was just so quiet and he just gave me a look like are you serious but he was actually kind of like willing to go yeah, well, and I'm like I'm, I'll wait for y'all but I'm not going <laughs> we're never coming out I know and then, yeah, yeah they don't want me I don't have, I don't have any money <laughs> yeah I'm in the negative so I uh, no. <laughs> yeah um well I'm sorry I, uh but we started no we started going to this interesting path about religion and, and what that means well I don't know and I don't know if we're going down a rabbit hole that we don't want to go into but what if this never records <gasps> but i mean there's something i don't know i i, I maybe i don't want to go there i think there was you know no i don't want to go there i think i was going to start talking because we you were talking about the reese family you're talking about like the religion and we were talking about catholicism yeah but there's also just like the goodness of... oh well because it would scare me it just still scared me like i remember when i was a kid I would look at Jesus mm-hmm. and I would tell my mom, Jesus is scary because mm-hmm. he was scary. Right. Um, and she would get so mad. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm like, no, he is. <laughs> Specific everywhere, images of him? Or everywhere he looks. I mean, everywhere you walk, he, he can see you. <laughs> see, Literally. I always think of, they always think of Born in East LA with oh. the picture of Tommy Chong as Jesus and the eyes just follow, oh, yeah, follow well, Paul Rodriguez all the time. <laughs> in my mom's old place, she bought... Pictures and there's a picture of Jesus and literally I told her, Ma, how do you sleep? It's in her bedroom. Ma, how do you sleep in here? And I kept walking by. He keeps looking at me. And she's like, Well, that's what I want him to do. I was like, Oh, oh you grew God. up in a different era than. <laughs> see, my, see, the one that scared me is my nana used to have this huge Jesus portrait. It was a picture painting, a painting of Jesus post um, whipping. Oh yeah, yeah. Prior, right before he was crucified. So, but it's this image of him like scarred up uh-huh. but it's like detailed oh, p- yeah, paintings yeah. of like the skin ripped off i think um it was just terrifying and it was something you always like <laughs> oh my god yeah because it's scary yeah yeah it's very scary uh mm-hmm. it's still scary now i can imagine kids but um i'm gonna tell you a story <laughs> i'm gonna tell you away from religion oh no it's not a Jesus okay story. so we're so we're, i have them but uh, no um there's another ghost story I have, okay. but this is a crazy one. There's there's layers to this, so I'll try to make it quick. But um, um, so uh, when I was a kid, 
uh, well, 19, around 19 years old, I lived with my dad um, and um, on the west side in Maryville. And I just stayed, you know, in the extra bedroom there. And um, at that time, um, I had a really good friend that she went nuts. She literally went, oh, I mean, like, something, like, like, like she, awesome. something, something happened to her that she snapped. And, um, and uh, you know what I think? You know, I don't even know if I should say that, but I mean, she was going through transition. She was she she was born a, a male and then going transition to female, and through that process, um, I think it has to a lot of people. Um, but because uh, I've heard these stories, um, yeah, mentally it was just tough on her, um, which I can imagine. Yeah. Um, and I always think if she she should have it, I feel like it would have been. Obviously, it w I feel like it would have been a lot better for her to go through that transition today instead of when I was 19 years old, which was oh, yeah. 20 years. No, not 20. Yeah, 20 years ago, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So imagine that. Um, um, but uh, so she, yeah, she, she, uh, she snapped. She literally snapped, and she murdered one of our friends. Whoa. Yeah, she took off with this car. Well, allegedly, I, don't, I, I don't know what she was actually convicted in, but she's in jail now. Anyways, um, um, so I was asleep. I think. Knowing that, because she was my best friend, all of a sudden she was missing for a long time, and then when I heard where she was, it was when all the all the stuff came out. Um, and I was asleep, and I woke up, and I looked in the corner of my bedroom, and I saw a silhouette. I was like, oh, "Is that you?" Oh God! And uh, I was like, "No!" And it totally looked like her, right? But then it totally like the silhouette and everything, and I was like. What did you, you see? Every, like, like, did you see details? Like, well, you know, I saw her her silhouette, and like, I just remember she had brown hair. She had long brown hair, and I remember seeing like the light go through her hair. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, and uh, I was like, "What are you doing?" And when I looked at her, and I like looked directly at her, all of a sudden, it wasn't her, but that thing was right in my face. No, <laughs> yes, but no. it didn't have a face. No, and I, uh, I apparently I was uh, oh, and that happened, and then right behind me, like it's a little tiny room, that bedroom, and and um, on the windows I heard like scratches, like someone was trying to enter the to enter enter the window, like loud, right? And I sat up, uh, I was dreaming, I sat up, but I was started screaming, right, screaming, 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 and my dad came in, like, what the hell is wrong with you, da da, right, that whole thing, right. okay, that passed, okay, years later. My sister moves into uh, into that same bedroom. I had moved out, um, but years later, my younger sister moved into that bedroom, and then uh, we had this little dog named Bambi. Okay, here's another part of that story because my sister and I share like that sensitivity. Because uh, um, we were talking that day, and she's like, "Hey, Ernie." Um, oh, I told her, "Oh my God, Terry, you know it's crazy. I felt bad because uh, um, I I uh, dreamt that I closed the Arcadia door, and Bambi, our little dog at the time, right?" Um, got squished because Bambi would do that. She'd wait to where the door was almost closed and the Arcadia door and she'd gun it outside, right? And I was like, I felt terrible that I squished her. And my sister's like, oh, I had a dream that you squished Bambi in the Arcadia door that same night, right? I was like, whoa, that's weird. And she's like, you know what's happening? We're in that bedroom. Um, that uh, Bambi will sleep in the, in the corner and I swear to God, I see a lady. Oh. And I was like, what does a lady look like? And Bambi just sleeps in a little corner. She sniffs around the corner. She's like, she loves that corner. And she, she, she stays there the whole time, right? And I was like, well, what is the lady? And she, my sister described her. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the same lady, Whoa. right? It's the same lady. And just 20 years later. Yeah. And, and you know what? I never told anyone that story because my dad's like, what's wrong with you? And I didn't tell him what happened. Mm -hmm. He's, I was like, oh, I just was having a nightmare. But, um, uh, so. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so later, even later, uh, um, I moved to Texas and I was coming back to, to Phoenix to visit, I believe it was for the holidays. Yeah. And my sister's like, calls me. She's like, when are you coming back home? To his, I was like, she's like, when you get home, when you get to Bob's house, because she had moved out also at that by then. Um, and she's like, when you get to Bob's house, look at the paintings that he bought at a yard sale Don't. and tell him to get rid of those awful paintings. I was like, oh, they must be ugly or something, right? And I was like, okay. So when I went and looked at the painting, Ricky, there's a little house. He still has it up. It's a little house, right? Like a little cottage. Mm -hmm. And it's like in the woods somewhere. And it's a little cottage. And the lady standing outside of the house is a lady. No. <laughs> That's the same lady. <laughs> no, he still, no. Has, he still has it up. No, he still has it yeah, up. Yeah, I tell him the story all the time. He's like, "Whatever, you're full of shit." <laughs> oh my! Yeah. I want to see this painting though. Yeah, and it's it's a terrible, like, cheap painting, but the lady is That's there, her? and she doesn't have a face. 
I we need to see this. Yeah. I want to see this. Yeah, oh you, yeah. God. Well, then I don't know if I do. No, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I don't. It's just wearing the same. Oh, and you know what? Oh. See, it's that thing. It's that thing about like not getting rid of the the same thing. Like I, I don't want to see it because then I don't want to invite her in. Oh, and, and you know what? You know what? Yeah. The, and I. Oh my God. And I just remember the last time I saw her. Um, the last time I saw her was I was driving, driving by that neighborhood. Uh, no, by my old neighborhood. Um, when I where I grew up in high school. Um, I was driving by that neighborhood, and it's a big street, like uh, on 59th Avenue, um, and it's just like a big wide street. Mm -hmm. And I looked in the rearview mirror, and I was like, and the lady was coming towards my car, like she was asking for help. It was the lady, right? It what? was that night, but this time she had a face. I was like, oh my god, this lady needs help. And when I looked in the rearview mirror, no one was there. The and I went around the block looking everywhere, and there was no one there. <laughs> what the? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and okay, last part when I see this lady. There's another part to yeah, this? Yeah, I forgot oh about my this. God. So this is the last time I've seen her. So years later, I have a cousin that, that was murdered, okay? Um, and I I moved back from Texas. I had just been, uh, just came here from Texas. Um, I, I wasn't here very long, and, and that happened. And my mom had called me. I remember telling me that, that she was missing, they couldn't find her. And we were just all like, where could she be? Like, it's, it's a horrible situation. Right. Horrible, horrible, horrible situation. Um, and I remember laying in bed, falling asleep, thinking, where, where is she? Like, why, why doesn't she call home? Or where, where could she be, right? And, uh, and then um, I fell asleep and I saw the lady for a split second. And then my mom opened the door to the, the bedroom I was staying in. And she's like, Ernie. And I woke up and she's like, they found your cousin. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that was, that's the last time I've seen that lady. Wow. I have no idea who she is. <laughs> wow. And I want to ask like a psychic or a clairvoyant, yeah. like, I mean, was it a message a long time ago yeah. that I, that I didn't know about or? There's some, yeah, there's some. That's the last messengers. time I've ever seen her. That's. And I can see her clearly in my head. And sometimes I want to like, like I have like a hobby is like sketching. And I was just, just going to ask that. I, I'll start to sketch, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not doing Why? this. Why? I don't know. Are it just, I just stopped. No, I don't even think that. I'm like, mm, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not going to do this. Uh huh. Yeah, because I could totally easily do it. Because that was my next question. I was like, I, I would. I, it was actually, could you ask someone to sketch? I'm curious to know what this would look like. But that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Dude. I've seen this lady a lot. And the last time you saw her was, I know you said when it was, how long ago was that? When your friend or your cousin? My, my cousin, um, I'm going to say, well, it's been over 10 years since I've been back from Texas. So, uh, probably like nine years, just under 10 years. Under 10 years. I have not seen her. My sister and I still talk about it other than the painting. Mm -hmm. Oh, if we go to my dad's house and, the, and she's gone from that. <laughs> No, I know, right? Oh my god. Right. It's just like, like, oh god. Oh. Okay. Uh. What? Oh my god, it's already an hour. It's already been an hour. Yeah, and you wow. know, like, we we have to, like, cut it because I have to get to a show. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so what, <laughs> what do you have going on? Anything you have going on? Um, just rehearsals and work, uh, and continuing to build this show. Yeah. What yeah. about you? I think it was fun. Um, I am at, uh, after all my ghost stories, but you can see me do comedy. <laughs> you can see it a couple of places. I, uh, I, um, I will be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club. If you're in Phoenix, Arizona, at the Westgate Shopping Center, right by the, um, what, they don't call it Shopping Center. I think they call it Westgate Entertainment Center. But it's right by the Cardinal Stadium. Um, yeah, I'll be there February 25th. Tickets on ErnieRTs.com. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good plug. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the first one. Yeah, the first I think of many. I mean, we're gonna yeah. see how this goes. Yeah, you're gonna be a part of the the evolution of this. The evolution. And if you have any, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make ways for us okay. then to communicate with us, even from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have anything you want to share with us, uh, yeah, I'll be announcing a Facebook, I'm yeah. a Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. All right. Well. Uh, I feel like we should have a sign off, but we don't have one. We yet. don't have one yet, and I was like, "Do I use my improv skills to try to come up with one?" And I just, my brain's kind of dead right now. Yeah, because uh, so, yeah. now we're all looking over our shoulders. Right, no, I am a little <laughs> creeped out. And, and I'm gonna leave and don't go do comedy. But uh, we'll come up with a with a with a closing line and yeah. Well, stay. thank you for joining us.
Thank you. Bye-bye. Ooh. Ooh.